All right, everybody. It's a podcast. Welcome to the show. What? What? Hello. This is Dear Maddie's show with my friend Lindsay Leffler in the house. Hello, everyone. Hello. We're very, this is the first show, everybody. So, um, in, it's, what is it called? Inaugural? And well, that is a good word for a first something. Sure. For, it's a virgin experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. But well, <laughs> we'll nev- see how it goes. I've never slept with a woman, so that would make me a virgin. That's. <laughs> I wouldn't call you a virgin. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> all right, then I wouldn't call me that. Out. Hi, mom. Hi, mom. How you listening? Let's start that? right off with the embarrassing thing. <laughs> yeah, let's just episode one. Yeah, let's just talk about this right now. My BFF, hmm. Lindsay Leffler. One of my BFFs, Lindsay Leffler. Sissy, why don't you? I often call her Sissy. How do we know each other? Bring it back. Maddie and I met at a performing arts camp in Massachusetts called Belvoir Terrace. Up, <clears throat> camp Belvoir. That's right. We were both uh, theater staff, meaning that we were not really counselors. We taught theater classes at an all-girls summer camp. Yes. In the Berkshires. In the Berkshires. It was... It was a different world. It was a very different world. Where we came from. Yeah. I'm not, you know, it's a, I can say it's a rich place. It is. It's, yeah, I mean, it's Ralph Lauren's the other half. There. Yeah. It is the other half. That's what it should be called. The other half. The other half. Yeah. So you, it's being thrown into a world that you've never really been into. Love, Love the kids. Love these kids. So they're not spoiled rich no, kids. No, no, no. Like they just didn't grow up the way we did. Yeah. It was totally different. Yeah. yeah. I grew up with, you know. Country folk. Yeah, you did. I don't think any of these girls knew how to build a potato gun. I don't know that I know how to build a potato gun. (laughs) A lot of hairspray. See, now that's a different. See, I grew up different than that, too. Okay. Well, I'm a California girl. I'm a little deliverance, but that's all right. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that movie, actually. Ooh. I know. Tough. (laughs) Is it tough? Oh, is it Well, I thought it was like a comedy. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's not a comedy? Deliverance is not a comedy. No. That's what I thought. It's these guys. Sorry, everyone who's listening. Oh, spoiler alert. Um, these guys go like on a fishing trip or some uh-huh. sort of outdoorsy man trip. Mm-hmm. I saw it years and years ago. Are they like in Arkansas or Oklahoma, right? Yeah, I don't know. One of those backwoods kind of places. And then they run into like this crazy ass family who tortures them. And <gasps> like, I don't want to give it away, but they... They definitely do bad things to these guys. <laughs> oh, that sounds like a horror movie. A little, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's scary. Why? Well, I don't want to watch that. I don't, you know how I feel about scary movies. You wouldn't like it. I don't. It's not a scary movie. It's just disturbing. Anyways, <laughs> like worse. Okay, <laughs> let's offer therapy to people. No, I, I, actually, this isn't. I should say this is not. You know, for people writing, this is on the website. But yes, I'm a therapist, and yes, Lindsay is my best friend, and this is an entertainment show. So. If you're listening and you're thinking, I'm feeling, you know, a little suicidal or whatever, something like that, might want to call 911. Certainly. Don't, don't send me an email for that. Take so, care of your own mental health is the yeah. Is the whole thing. Take care of your stuff. Life questions, a little life. You can come here. Mm-hmm. DearMaddieShow.com. Maddie is the G. best place to go to if you have problems. Believe me. I've been doing this with him for years. Tell us about, um, what's the name of your dog? My dog's name is Cheese. Describe her to us. She looks like a miniature golden retriever, but she also smiles when you say her name. She does. So she's real cute. What's her middle name? Louise. Her name is Cheese Louise Leffler. <laughs> I love her so it's much. It's true. Um, my her and Sophie and are really her. cute. Sophie's my dog. She... Sophie's real cute. I'm Sophie sure you'll Louise, hear a lot of actually. Her. What's your passion? Let's talk about that. Um, I am a theater director 
I work at the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in Los Angeles She's as the very general good manager. Theater director. She's very good. It's true. Uh, I have a show called The Quick and Funny Musicals, which runs every other month at the UCB Theater. The next show is June 7th, 10 p.m. LosAngeles.ucbtheater.com. Get your tickets. Do you have some? Do we know what themes are yet? Or are we still brewing? Uh, no themes yet. We're doing two musicals. One is about Grover Cleveland, and the other is a prequel to The Labyrinth. Oh, the la- what a prequel! A prequel. It's about David Bowie in high school. <laughs> <laughs> should be good. We got some good be- people on it: Ben Seaman, Matt Schwartz. Do uh, Grover Cleveland was a president? Mm. He was a president. Okay. He was the only president to have two non-consecutive terms, meaning so that he, he served was president. and then had some time off and came back? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I learned a lot of really strange things about him. Really? He was one of the only, maybe the only president to come into office unmarried, and uh, they believed that he had an illegitimate child at the time. Really? Oh, I was going to say he was gay, so he's not. No, he got married to a woman that he was corresponding with over mail. Wow. Um, while he was president his first term and married her within his first term. He never met her? He met her through mail? You know, I'm going to say this, and then people are going to be like, you're wrong, because I really didn't look it up. I just heard it secondhand. But I don't, that is what I heard. I don't think the History Channel is listening to this show. <laughs> Sorry for any false history. They might. They might. Everyone. Um, you know, that makes me think, you know how like people, I don't feel like there's a stigma anymore, but remember when online dating started and it was yeah. a thing. Like It was like, ooh, you're online dating? That's weird. Yeah. What's any weirder than that? Like Mm -mm. in the Harvey girls where Judy Garland Uh writes, sure. P.S. I'm gay. Um, (laughs) P.S. You didn't get that audience. The first Judy Garland comment within the first five minutes. (laughs) But in the Harvey girls where she writes, they, they, she agrees to marry this person all Mm -hmm. through letters. What's weirder than though, than writing a letter than online dating. Same thing, right? Yeah. You never know how you're going to meet the person you connect with. Yeah. It's a strange world. Tinder. Grinder, whatever these people yeah. use. I have to, I didn't know what Tinder was and everyone was using that word recently and I had to look it up. Like oh. a grandmother. <laughs> well, you're married. Yes. Been, yes. You just had an anniversary too. Yes. My husband and I just uh, celebrated our two year anniversary. I mean, let's get into this. Let's get some questions. We have some viewers, or not viewers, because they don't watch us. Listeners. They're listeners. Mm-hmm. Sorry, first one. I'm getting used to it, y'all. Okay. So this is our first question. Dear Maddie. My girlfriend and I planned on taking a romantic trip to Paris together. I prepaid for the majority of the trip, the hotels, the flight, etc., although she did contribute a small portion. We broke up just a week before we were supposed to leave, and now my ex wants the money that she contributed to the trip back. What should I do? This is from Casey, 31 years old. Casey. Oh, Casey. What are we thinking, sissy? I guess for me... I would be interested to know how it went went down. If it went down well and it was mutual, then sure, give her her money back, you know? But if it went down poorly and she was a total B during the whole time, screw that. Well, I know you the per- better advice I know than the, I do. No, no, actually, I know the person who wrote this. Oh. It did not go down well. And I do know that hmm. this person spent thousands of dollars and she spent like $400. There's two questions here. A, should he give the money back? And B, should he go to Paris by himself? Truthfully, I would say that the best case scenario is if she didn't spend that much to be like, hey, best friend, do you want a really cheap trip to Paris with me? And then you just give the cash that your friend pays for it 
to them. And oh, then you have to take a, a really fun trip with your friend and they have a cheap trip, you know? What do you think, Manny? I think that's the best scenario. If not, I, I love traveling alone. Mm-hmm. I think it's, but I've also been single for 12 years. Mm-hmm. So I would love to do it. Although Paris is a, you've, I haven't been to Paris. You've been to Paris. I've, it's a romantic city, right? It is, but it's also just a major city. So even as like a guy, if he was by himself going, I bet he could have a blast there. You know, a lot of people speak English there. It's a lot of fun. So Casey, we're telling you. Go. Go. Don't Forget give the money it. back. Don't. Don't give the money back. Is that what we're saying? I mean, if she's going to be a bee about it and make a big stink, kind of weigh out, like, is it worth it to deal with that? If it's mm-hmm. not, give her the money. If you're like, screw that. I'm yeah. not dealing with this. Then don't. If it's I worth mean, it, me. let me smirk it. I put my thing back, <laughs> flip it, and reserve it. It's here. Flick it, flick it, flam, flam, flam. <laughs> Maddie doesn't miss the Elliot right here. Right here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On that note, next question. Okay. Dear Maddie. Is it better to let my 18-year-old son try beer for the first time at home with me or just assume he'll try it at some point when he starts college? This is from Theo, 46 years old. What's your dad do with you? My parents got divorced when I was 15 years old, Mm -hmm. which is awesome if you're a high school kid and you want to have two homes. So (laughs) I stayed in my house with my mom, but then I would go to my dad's on the weekends. Basically, when my parents got divorced at the same time, my mom got a job, like a promotion where she had to get trained. In Oklahoma City, which was like, you know, an hour. And I'm from a town called Ardmore, Lone Grove. And so Oklahoma City is about an hour and a half away. So she met this guy up there. Mm-hmm. So she would go up on the weekends to spend time with her boyfriend. And so my dad. Uh-oh. And so I would have the house to myself. And so and my dad, he didn't care wherever I wanted to stay. Mm-hmm. So I would have parties all yeah, the would. time. But I was really big. Like if people came over, I'm like, OK, you're, you're crashing at my house. Mm-hmm. We're not responsibly. Yes. I was really big about that. I never drove. So I think it also depends on the kid. Yeah. Because like my mom said that actually she loved it because she would come home every Sunday and the house was clean and she didn't have to hire a cleaning lady anymore. Because <laughs> of your guilt. <laughs> yes. I would, oh, yeah. Me and my best friend, Sean, and my cousin, David, we would just, well, he's not my real cousin, but he's like my cousin, whatever. We would clean the shit out of that house. Oh, yeah. Because. You can't leave a trace. Especially one time, Sean dropped a, Sean was not a, he was a clumsy drunk, bless his heart. He dropped a bottle of grape uh, Mad Dog on our kitchen floor. <laughs> oh, of course he did. Do you know what Mad Dog is? No, I don't, but okay. I can. There's some people guess. out there who like, who just went, whoa, Mad Dog. <laughs> I know they did. Is it like a homemade thing or is it? No. A- <laughs> I don't know. No, you actually buy it, sadly. I was real straight-laced in no, high school, did not drink. This is true. So, I don't know. So, I'm going to say to Theo, it depends. Like, my parents knew that that's what I was doing. I never really want to drink. Like, I don't want to get drunk with my parents. No. I'll have a couple of drinks, but that feels weird to me. Yeah, I see that. I don't know. There's this thing I always have about, I want my, I feel like I need to know that my parents are in control. Like yeah, my, I want to be parented. Even now that I'm 35, <laughs> I want my to know that if shit goes down, mm-hmm. mom and dad got it, and I don't want to yeah. see mom and dad like just drunk in front of me because yeah. that freaks me out. I don't know that I've ever really seen that. I mean, I've seen my mother have a glass of wine or two because she doesn't really drink. Like, she starts giggling. So I imagine we would just giggle all okay. night long, you know. I but would support that. Well, what would you? What would you do with your kid? I mean, my parents definitely let me like sip on a wine or a beer. Mm -hmm. I never like had a beer in front of them. I don't think there's anything wrong with a sip or two. But, you know, the full drinking thing is probably going to happen outside of your knowledge. And you can't do much about that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know a lot of Italian. I have some Italian friends that like in high school, they started drinking wine at Mm -hmm. dinner. They would have a glass of wine. Yeah. 
In other so, countries, it's different too. Yeah, I mean, people are getting rocked in Europe right now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> Is that what, that's a scene in headline. People are getting rocked in Europe. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So, Theo, um, we basically didn't answer that question. Sorry, so, Theo. No. Uh, yeah, I don't think. I, I guess taste, sure. You can't be there for everything he's going to try, Theo. No. So. And these are the kinds of things you got to be around your friends for. Yeah. Sorry. And you, sometimes you just, even though you try, you got to let go. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be singing on this. I hope people are good with that. Right? <laughs> They're going to have to be. Oh, okay. This is getting, we're getting, this is a little, we're getting some deep stuff now. Oh. Dear Maddie, how do we differentiate what we want and what is good for us? Versus what society tells us what we should want and what is right for us. Is there such a thing as, quote, good for us, end quote? This is from Raina, 41. Thoughtful, Raina. Raina? Bring it. Good question. I know, I'm a little It's a deep question for a Saturday morning, but I've had three mimosas and I feel like I'm ready to tackle this one. Okay, give it to me. (laughs) Um, I think that every person has to come up with their own sense of who they are and what their moral code is. I think that a lot of times religion can do that for you. Sorry, there's a mic here. Um, And basically, you know, you make your decisions based on what's going to make you able to live your fullest life. Am I going to hold on to this petty thing? Is it something that I hold dear or is it something that's going to hold me back in Mm -hmm. my goals? And I, I try to think about that day to day. I think living in a big city and living with a lot of frustration, you think about, okay, is this something that actually frustrates me or am I just frustrated because of the situation? Is it something that I can just let go? You know, I feel like letting go of a lot in this day and age is important to not bog yourself with like the everyday annoyance of living around a lot of people basically and dealing with this it weighs society. You down. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that answers the question. At all. I thought that was really good. Like, I'm like, wow, I'm the therapist and I don't even do that. Good. Oh, thank no, that you. was really good. Definitely for me being gay and coming out younger. Like I definitely had at a video at a very young age, have that moment of, okay, this is what people are telling me I should do. Yeah. And I've got to break away from that. So I think I should remember this. Is it Carl Rogers? He's a big therapist guy, but he always says you're shitting on yourself. Oh, I didn't say shit, y'all. I said should, shooting. He would um, have said the other if he felt it appropriate. He would, but I use that all the time because I'll sometimes be notice I'm, I'll be, you know, we all have self talk. We kind of mm-hmm. talk, and I'm like, oh Matt, you should be doing this. You should be doing this. You mm-hmm. should be doing. And I'm like, wait a minute, am I shooting on myself? Like, what do I want to do? Yeah. What do I want to do? What do what I, I need, need to do? There you go. Yeah. There you go. Was there ever like a moment for you where you were like, wait a minute, I'm like totally, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do what I want to do. I have that moment a lot only because I deal with a lot of people constantly and actors <laughs> to be honest. actors constantly. I can say this because I act but we can be a little narcissistic and it's, involved uh, I, I work I've worked with actors my whole career well, and you're a director. actors are great but there's a lot of me 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 which is fine I think what it is is you just have to you have to stand firm in the things that you want. It's not so much like what's good for us. It's how am I going to be my best self and how am I going to, how do I want to seem to other people? Like, Sorry, she stopped because my mouth dropped open. (laughs) Because I love that. It's not what's good. Say that again. It's not what's good for us. It's what? I don't even remember. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a mimosa talking. Now it's gone. (laughs) No, you said it's not what's good for us. It's what... What, how we want to seem to other people, but what's best for us. Yeah. Not what good for us, what's best what's for us. What's best for us. And like holding on to grudges or like doing things that people want you to do. You say, okay, 
I have to weigh out like this person wants me to do this. Is it something I want to do? Yes, sure. Great. No. Well, is it worth it to get into it with this person? You know, like you every situation is so different. Is it worth it? Let me smirk it. I put my, I'm not going to do it again. So no, Raina, please do. Yeah, I think you got your answer, Raina. It's not what's good for us. It's what's best for us. Yes. And what's we decide best that. for you. We decide what's best. Do it, girl. Raina. Raina! Ooh, that might have clipped. So. <laughs> you better figure out the levels here yeah. so you can scream. That's because true. Because it's, it's not going to work out. Oh, that good. Yeah, oh, that's that good. Well, yeah. All right. Okay, we're good. And you're safe. We're safe. All right, we got a question from James. James. 33. 30. You know I'm what that 33. is? Oh, you're 30. It's Jesus' year. You're Jesus' year. <laughs> so, uh, did you know what Jesus' year was before you're friends with me? Um, no. I mean, I knew that that was what happened that year yeah. for him, but I didn't ever think of it as my Jesus' year. For all you non knowers <laughs> of Jesus, because uh, I don't want to say Christians, because people that are Christian know about are not Christian know about Jesus. Yeah. Um, but he died finger. when he was 33. So you know, he also, according he to Christian. I almost said folklore, but that's not Christian tradition. Well, the Bible, whatever. Yeah. Jesus. Stories. He, um, you know, whatever. He uh, saved the sins of the world that year. Right. So, so it's my job yeah. this year. That's your job. I mean, and James. My, my Aunt James, Peggy, it's our year. She called me on my birthday. Matthew, it's your Jesus year. You got to save the sins of the so world. so much. You got to get going this year. No pressure. <laughs> oh, no pressure, Aunt Peggy. So. Listen, Jesus and I have different careers. He was going for that. I'm yeah. not going for that. Yeah, so we're doing different things. Uh, I wish I could turn water into mimosas, but I can't. Mm. So I just have to make them myself. Just make them. So James 33, Jesus, your question is, Dear Maddie, is it okay for me to access... Uh, is, let me read that again. Dear Maddie, is it okay for me to access my partner's phone and his to mine? Mm. Okay, I'm going to give this... You're in a relationship, I... I have my dog, mm-hmm. so she doesn't have a phone. So, how do you feel about this? Um, I mean, for me personally, uh, I don't care if my husband looks at my phone. I don't have anything to hide oh. from him at all. Um, so it doesn't really bother me. But I can see like people are private, and you were a person before you got married, and you're probably a private person, or married, or boyfriend, partner. If it's someone who is very private, you kind of. You shouldn't be looking at people's things anyways, I would say. You know, you should be respectful of people's property even if you're with someone and you live with them. So I would say, you know, kind of gauge it out. Yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to imagine, you know, how would I feel. I'm kind of like you. Like, yes, you. I want to have my individualism. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I want to be in a relationship where there are no secrets. Yeah. Like, I feel like, let's say if it was like birthday month. Yeah. I would tell my husband. Right. Hey, you know what? Don't look at Stay any Stay out text. of this closet. Stay out of Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because stuff might be happening. And then, but then I would have pressure. I'd have to do something. Listen, you would have to. I'd have to be a, or be a bad husband. I don't know. I don't think for me, I think it just depends on what that is. For me, a phone isn't like super private to me. Yeah. I know it is to some people. Yeah. But it's really not. Like if I, people are all excited about the fingerprint scanning for your phone. I'm like, I don't really care about that. Yeah. Now, like my, well, I don't have a journal, but if I had a journal, Something like that? Then Very yeah. Private. I guess it's the intention. Like yeah. if the intention oh. is I'm going through your phone because I don't trust you, then there's another something going on. Yeah. You know? That's not the problem. If someone's just looking at your phone to look at Facebook, then it's like, what do you got to hide? Yeah. You're, we're snuggling on the couch. You want to, oh, yeah, hey, my can phone's I check closer? my Facebook? Yeah, do it. Yeah. But if someone doesn't trust you, then I don't think that the phone's the issue. It's the trust. You're a good little therapist. I agree. I don't think the phone <laughs> is the issue. I feel like, yeah, James, I don't think the phone is the issue. Yeah. 
Maybe trust. we need to talk about trust. Yeah. If, if your partner's going through your phone, just check on you. Then you got to build your trust up. I think All it's right. time to switch gears. But we're at a section now of the show called Celebrity Shit the Bed. Oh, God. Okay. So, and just for all of you that, I mean, when someone shits the bed, it's, you know, it's something I say. My dad says it all the time. Shit the bed, Matthew. It's just when you mess up or you just, you shit the bed. You just, I don't know how shit to explain Shit where you sleep. You, yes. It's a big shit. old mess. You got to get out of it. Exactly. So this is a part of the show every week. We're just going to, for all you pop culture people, we're going to talk, a, we're going to give advice to to a celebrity who needs it yeah this week Lindsay lohan Lindsay lohan. lohan we like to call her tilly because we share a name and i can't abide by that <laughs> so we'll call her tilly <laughs> yeah but know that we're talking about Lindsay lohan know that um why don't you fill us in about tilly what's going on with her Lindsay lohan <sighs> this girl she recently had a show a reality show oh, on yes. the o network yes yes and I think it was her, like, just living her life. I haven't seen it. I'll be honest I, with you. I don't get to own anymore because no. Time Warner sucks. And I've called them three times, and they're coming out next week. But for those of you, I love Oprah, so it's upsetting that, that I don't upsetting. get to own. I cut the cable cord. So oh, we don't yes. have cable anymore, which oh. is, I think, the way of the future. I think so, too, actually. Um, But because of that, I don't get Oprah, and I don't get the cooking channel or anything. Well, I've had friends. Oh, I know. I love her so much. Um, I do know that I have friends that have watched this show, and apparently mm-hmm. people are really into it because Oprah's like, she's getting fucking real on this. She's Ooh. like, I think she said something to like Lindsay, I'm sorry, Tilly. Mm-hmm. She said something to her like, you know, do you want to fuck up your life? Like Oprah said it. I mean, yeah. You know, really? if there was one person that I thought that should help her, it would be Oprah. So seeing that she's like taking an active interest, if she can't make it through this, if Oprah can't help her, I don't know who's gonna. Nobody. 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 But they say that she had a miscarriage during the show. I read that. And then I read that it's, you never know. They say it's real, then they say it's fake. With her, it could go either way. I would say I wouldn't put it past her. I think, feel like my advice to her to be, because she's not a terrible actress. Mm -hmm. She's not, I didn't want to like Parent Trap. No. And she was charming in that. Freaky Friday, adorable. Good movie. Mean Girls, hilarious. Classic. Classic. It is a classic. Mm -hmm. Oh, congratulations to Danny Frances. He came out this week publicly, by the way. Oh, he from did. Mean Girls, yes. yes. Danny Frances. Friend of mine. He's a good guy. Oh, you know him? Yes, I do. You Sorry, do? it sucks to do this on a radio show. No, how do you know him? <laughs> he was in Quick and Funny Musicals. He sure was. Yeah. He was in um, the Jersey, Jersey Shore. Shore mm-hmm. I forgot all about that. Has he been out for a while? No, he just came out this week. Oh. Yeah, good for him. We should make out. <laughs> so I'll introduce you. Yeah, Danny Francesi. Uh I think with Tilly though, I just think take your time. Like don't be in the spotlight. Yeah. I feel like with that show, it's not even like everybody's talking about Lindsay Lohan. What they're talking about is the sassy black woman, Oprah. Like everybody yes. loves a sassy black woman. We love that. Yeah. I saw her on Jimmy Fallon. Mm-hmm. You know, they're good friends. And she's she's funny, she can be charming, but still I feel like like I'm always my chest tightens when I see her until because yeah. I never know what's gonna happen. Well, she's a she's a wreck. She is. I just feel like she needs to take her time. Yeah. Get out of the spotlight. Just. Well, I thought she was trying to do that, but I don't know. I think her parents are just a terrible influence on her. I think her parents are wretched. Yeah. And, and I they don't use that word, they but. expect too much of her, and I think that they've probably done that her whole life. I mean, her mom is obviously totally struggling with addiction. Right. And her, and father, her father, is, father as well. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just. And then, like, they just released a list that she made in Betty Ford. 
of all the people she slept with. It's like 30 people and it's like listed out all the celebrities. Why, why do they release that? See? I don't know. See, that makes your life harder. Yeah. I feel bad. Like that's something that, you, that is out of your control, you know? Yeah. It's just, I would love for her to literally go away for like 10 years. Yeah. And then come back and yeah. win a freaking Oscar because she puts on a nose or something in the world right. and you don't know who she is. Girls got to make money though. How do you live this extravagant lifestyle that you've set up for I yourself? I think she needs to get away from the extra. She needs to move to like slow yeah. San Luis Obispo people. That's right. She needs to move there in a small house mm-hmm. and just like meditate. Yeah. Chill out. Take move some by yoga Oprah. Class. Sure. Oprah lives up there, right? Santa she does. Barbara-ish. She lives uh, yeah, around there. Just take time. Take your time, Tilly. Oh. That's what we're telling you. Take your time. Take your time, Tilly. Oh, oh, Tilly. Okay. Well, we're doing good. Okay. So I think I meant we were, <laughs> we're doing, doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> Guys, this is a great podcast <laughs> this is you're listening awesome. to. <laughs> I meant for time. I don't want to go too long. You know how some people go really long. No. But yeah, we're doing good. This last part of the show, we're going to, we're just calling this Chatty Maddie questions. Mm. Chatty Maddie. And this is a list of five questions that okay. I'm going to ask if for all of you listening. I'm going to ask these same five questions to everybody. So if you're like, ooh, I wonder what Rock Hudson would say. Well, Rock Hudson's dead. I don't know why I said Rock <laughs> Hudson. So if, I don't think you're going to get him on the I don't think I'm going to get him on a show. But if you want to know what J.K. Rowling thinks, because she's going to do she's gonna, She's scheduled in three weeks. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. April, <laughs> yes. J.K. Rowling, then Oprah. In June. J.K. We're going to have J.K. <laughs> and then a little bit of O. Mm-hmm. Listen, you put that out there in the world. Maybe you know you'll what? get them. If Oprah was sitting in my living room talking about my, I'd shit my pants. Literally. Literally defecate my pants. I'm not using literally in the way that people do now. Like, that would actually happen. Let's you would actually about, poop in your pants. Let's talk about that for a little bit. Okay. Let's talk about... Exp- There's a new app. Have you seen it? No. That I don't know if it's on your computer or your phone. It removes the word literally from everything. Because <laughs> we do say that. A lot. All the time. It explain, now, literally, the word means... It means I mean, like if I that said, it's actually happening. Actually ha- so I literally shit my pants, means which I've done actually... before as an adult. Let's be honest. Yeah. I shit my pants with Oprah. But that, if you're literally, then it means that you actually, there is poop in your pants after yes. that happened. Figuratively. So how do people use it? Explain how. They use it, they use it when they mean the word figuratively, which means like, oh, I shit my pants. Means you didn't really, you were just excited. Oh. Figuratively. I figuratively. Shit my pants. So if you're saying, oh my gosh, I literally died. Well, guess yes. what? No. You're telling the story. Literally. So you didn't die. No. You clearly. But it doesn't sound as good. I figuratively died. Yeah, it doesn't work. <laughs> but I think that a lot of like, a lot of people have an issue with that. They don't like that it's misused. People are weird about the English language, but it's, it's evolving constantly. I mean, yes, it's okay to be upset about it, but. Mm-hmm. Get your app if you want it. You could live in Ukraine. Yeah. It could, things could be worse. Yes, it could be. Do you know? I actually, heard too that most Americans are pronouncing it wrong. Even Obama does this. It's, not Ukraine. We say, we say the Ukraine. Oh, right. Like we think the United. States. It's mm. not. It's Ukraine. Oh. So it's like France. Is it bad to say the Ukraine? They get a little offended by it. Really? It's like saying, "Oh, well, I went to the France. I went to the yeah." England. That doesn't sound right. Yeah, that's to them. It's like we're saying the Ukraine. Oh, so well, I won't say the Ukraine anymore. The, that was the last time just then. Last time. I bet Tilly says the Ukraine. I bet she says it all the or time. Tilly. Tilly. She's oh, going to learn how to say Ukraine. Learn. That's your problem, Tilly. <laughs> That's the first problem you have. <laughs> also, I really want Lizzie Lohan's hair to always be red. Yeah. Why does oh, she do that blonde thing? It does not, Even like light strawberry. I like a nice auburn on her with maybe yes. some highlights. 
Yeah, it looks way better on her. Her career, that's when she was a little more. Tilly, we say this from complete love. You're not listening to this. But in case you are, we love you. We do. But dye your hair red. Thank you. And we're done. That's it. Same. That's all I needed to End say today. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That was no, what actually, I came here to say. So we're here with Chatty Maddie questions. So here we go. I'm ready. So Chatty, Chatty Maddie question number one. What is your most memorable childhood smell? Mm, I actually have an answer to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. In the Epcot. Have you been to Epcot? Yes. There's the big ball. In Disney World. We're talking about yeah. Epcot Center. Okay. And there's uh, there's a ride in that big like golf ball. Yeah. And you kind of go through like Isn't the world Space of Mountain? tomorrow. Oh. No, it just kind of takes you through. I lived in Florida as a kid, and there's one part of it that smells like oranges, like you feel like you're flying through a field of oranges, and just like that orange smell, is really, really wonderful to me, and it, it reminds me of my childhood. That explains now why you love an orange vanilla candle. It does, yeah, that oh. does actually. I have an orange spray. When we're done with this, I'll show you. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, number chatty Maddie question number two. Okay, what is the alcoholic drink you cannot drink anymore because you got drunker than Cooter Brown? I actually think you could answer this question, but if you want me to, I will. Uh, would it be a mint julep? It would definitely be a mint julep. Was that your birthday? That was my 25th birthday. We had a Tennessee Williams party. Oh, at uh, our Lindsay house. and I used to live together. Y'all should know this. I'm we sorry, were roommates. Talk about oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that was a big point. We lived together for like five years, me, you, and Poodle. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we threw a, a party. Tennessee Williams party happened on my birthday, too. So it was my birthday. And we made a lot of mint juleps that night. And we were at home, so it wasn't like yeah. anyone had to drive. I didn't fare well. I haven't had a mint julep since. You don't think you can? If you were oh, at the it's con- been a while. If you were at I the Kentucky probably. Derby wearing a pretty hat, I think you would. I think I could, again, probably, but it would definitely bring back some bad memories of hangovers yeah. gone wrong. There's some definite pictures of me there are after some, that there night. There are some pictures, yeah. That are very unfortunate. Ooh. Mm. Boy, I've been there. there. (laughs) I think that was only like two months before I started dating my husband. So I guess it was kind of my last big hurrah. Yeah, last big hurrah. (laughs) I I think I could drink mine again, but they don't make Zima anymore. (laughs) So (laughs) do they not make Zima anymore? I loved Zima. I'd put watermelon jelly. That's the gayest (laughs) thing. It would only be me and girls drinking and everybody else drinking beer. And I'm like, I'm not drinking beer. P.S. I love beer now. But yeah, Zima. Yeah. I'm going to go. I bet they sell it in Japan. Okay. Shady Maddie question number three. Okay. When are you most inspired? In rehearsals, I would say. And specifically, I direct musicals. So the, the first moment when a chorus gets a harmony right is like, it, it feels like singing. Just It is singing, but it feels like perfection to me. Hearing voices all singing in harmony sounding right is so inspiring to me i don't even it's like a feeling in your chest you can't even handle you know you created that yeah partly you know yeah i mean you have a hand in it sure it's very very satisfying to me which is why i like doing musicals i feel like to directing you know the director really nothing would be happening if you weren't doing that i know yeah i know you probably are going to be more humble but there's people that yes there's a music direction there's the actors but the director is the one who says okay let's put this together and Yeah, there's something rallying about a director, which is really fun, being able to inspire people to try and work at their best and work at their most efficient in what we do. Yeah, I I don't think I think everyone's so important. I really couldn't take that kind of 
credit when I have incredible writers and incredible actors, great musicians. I'm very lucky. Quick and funny musicals. Quick and funny Chatting about a question number four. This is a two-parter because some people are a little more private. You can either answer A, the weirdest place you had sex, mm-hmm. but your husband might kill you. Maybe. Or celebrity crush. I'm going to give you my first celebrity crush. Okay. Because I think about him from time to time. And I'm. it was Patrick Swayze. And I think about Aww. him because he's gone. And I don't understand She's where he like went. Man, I loved him. I, I was him. like dirty dancing crazy. I had a poster of him on my wall. I'm sad that he's gone. I, you know, when I was doing one of my counseling internships, one of the women who was getting doing her internship well she's a back a uh, professional background singer mm-hmm. like that's she's met everybody she said dolly parton and eliza Minnelli mm-hmm. are the nicest people she's ever worked with love that but one of the other nicest people was patrick swayze <sighs> and they call him buddy that's what everybody she called him buddy really and she actually when he died we were working together so i was actually the person that told her oh that because i wanted her not to hear it on the radio yeah i mean she knew he's sick but she is the vo- the female voice, and she's like the wind. Really? Oh man! At the end, yeah. She was definitely that's played her claim in my to house. fame. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like and so now every time I hear her voice, man, it's like wow. Like I have, I feel connected a little bit to, yeah. to Buddy. Working in Hollywood is part of the perk is that you you meet random celebrities. You do. And my job is no different. I've met a lot of really awesome, cool people, and I always hoped that I would somehow meet him, and I never got to. Mm. But he is. He was my first. He was um, my first a good crush. one. Ghost is my father's favorite movie. Really? I know Chelsea. That's Mark. interesting. I, I just fucking love that ghost. <laughs> so good. So uh, that to me, she's so pretty. That's my dad. <laughs> I love my dad. I was telling the Burt Reynolds story the other day. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's for That's for another day. <laughs> watch my stand-up comedy, people. You can hear the Burt Reynolds story. Uh, all right, and last, our last chatty Maddie question number five. What makes your heart happy? My family, oh. my husband and my, my two little animals. Love them to pieces. Sorry, that's like the sappiest answer, but it's just no, true. But, I, I, you know, some people are going to give, you know, mm-hmm. the more predictable, wonderful answers. Mm-hmm. And some people are going to give weird sure. things and say, like, donuts. And I'm going to say, okay. I mean, a donut certainly, <laughs> it sure can make my heart sing. It, it does. Don't it get does, me wrong. It does. it does, it does. But, all right, well... Look at this. We are definitely out of time. All right. I mean, we can create the time, but I think we're out of time. <laughs> okay. So what do you think, y'all? So send us our send us your questions. Seriously, we can talk about. We can talk about your feelings. We can talk about makeup. Whatever you want to talk about, we're here for. Uh, I appreciate you listening. You can send your questions to dearmaddyshow at gmail.com. So just visual people with dear and then Maddie, M-A-T-T-I-E, show at gmail.com. I know it's the wrong way. Lindsay likes it with the Y. I do it either I'll, I do it my own way. There's a lot of Dear Maddies with a Y online. So huh. I, that's, why, that's what made me go with the I. You do spell it I. I do I myself, but I was, you know, this is the first episode. So I want to say thank you to obviously my parents who support me endlessly. I'm going to miss some people, but I do want to put a special shout out to Don McCoy, Aaron Lillis, Tasha Urquhart. Is this still Urquhart? I don't know if she changed her name. Riggs. Riggs. Tasha Riggs. How can I forget? Oh, Tasha she has Riggs. A, she has a hot black husband, Chaz Riggs. He is hot. <laughs> Darren Yalecki, Ali Velez, Tia Reese, Jess and Kayla, 
and last I forgot somebody probably Poodle thank you too Poodle. Oh. and uh, last <laughs> of two Lindsay Leffler in the house thank you so much I appreciate it of course you. thanks for having me so we will see you uh, next week we're gonna these are gonna be up every week and again send your questions to dearmattyshow at gmail.com you can go to the website talktomattmar.com it's all spelled out, talktomattmar.com, and you can see a little bit of the website. You can ask, uh, it'll send you a link to the blog where you can see a written blog, hear this, and eventually we're going to have some videos up too. All right. It's, it's happening. Dr. Phil, watch it. I'm coming. He's coming. Well, now that sounds good. All right. That's here we go. Yeah, we're gonna, we can't end it that way. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.